everything that's happening in the home is in that room. Mm-hmm. And so how do you get them to care? Mm-hmm. You can't. You, you just, it's, you have to have a therapist. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. Dietitians cannot do this work alone. Hello, welcome to The Seasoned RD, a podcast connecting newer professionals in the field of eating disorders to those of us who have been around for a while. I'm your host, Beth Harrell, a certified eating disorders registered dietitian and supervisor. And I'm Abby Brown, a registered dietitian who is newer to the field. I think of myself as a well-seasoned cast iron skillet with wisdom and experience, yet always ready for something new. And I think of myself as an Instapot with innovation and a fresh perspective. This podcast brings both to the table to share ingredients, recipes, and techniques of past and present so we can all be our best for the future. The kettle is heating up. The skillet is on simmer. So join us around the table for true professional nourishment. Abby, ready to stir the pot? Let's do it. I guess I didn't realize how much I do not like to listen to my own voice. As I'm reviewing this podcast, the idea was to share with you, our listeners, that this podcast, as we know it, will be closing up on the two-year mark, which means March of 2023. And Abby was in town for the winter holidays. We took this opportunity to meet up in the same place we started and with the threesome that we started with. So the other voice in this episode is our producer, Royce Diamond, the only other person in the world who's ever, who's heard of every second of every episode like we have. So we met up with him on that day in his studio in downtown Kansas City. And like so many places in the country, it was the coldest in recent history. So I hope things have warmed up for you and that you're not stuck somewhere in the airline debacle like so many family and friends and clients of mine are. When you hear the name Becca in this portion of Unplugged, A Reason, A Season, you might know her as the dietitian in the Humble Pie episode. You might know her as the host of Fit for a Queen podcast. That's how I met Royce. And Becca is my business partner. She and I have been through quite a bit in the past several months getting our little house open for nutrition counseling. Becca, we did it. We did it. And Renourish is is open. Okay, I also did not connect the dots very well with the cherry blossom example. So I'm just going to say right now, the reason I attached this research to a book called Goatee Locks and the Three Bears is because when I first heard of that book, I immediately thought, oh no, someone's messing with the classic. And then it allowed me to step back and ask, what's wrong with different interpretations, Beth? It's kind of the idea of the podcast, isn't it? So let's embrace the different interpretations. So if you read the research on cherry blossom scent and epigenetics and you think, Beth, this isn't what you said. It's all wrong. I'm open to hearing that. And I'm not claiming that my words are evidence-based. I like narrative nutrition, nutrition that tells a person's story. And if it resonates with me and helps them, it's all good. Finally, like so many feel like we work on an island, we're alone in this work. That's what this podcast is about too. It's a way to connect. 
So please, if you haven't already signed up for my supervision freebies, they're topics that we grapple with as professionals in the field of eating disorders, but designed for busy professionals, 25-minute quick live portion, where we get to interface with experts once a month. So information is in the show notes. And then you'll be the first to hear also about whenever I have groups open. I have two in a year, January through June, then July through December. And pretty soon I'll be rolling out something new, a supervision membership for five bucks a month to include little bits of information, nuggets that I've learned along the way and want to continue to share with you. So enjoy this short episode with Abby and Royce Diamond and me. I was leaving a position with an international organization that certifies eating disorders professionals, and I wanted to I wanted to continue to connect. And so many of our guests have said, "I feel like I'm on an island," you know. Mm-hmm. So that was, and then with the pandemic, it was even better that we had Zoom and we. You know, I know you're in Dallas, so we couldn't have come here like Becca does. It doesn't feel like it's been two years. Not quite yet. So March will be, but my gosh. I know. Well, and somebody said something to me yesterday about, yeah, that was about two years ago. And I said, oh, it was Jessica Setnick. I was on the Mm. phone with her. We were just chatting because she celebrates both Christmas and Hanukkah. Mm. And so she did an early Christmas with some friends and family and then Hanukkah's this weekend. But she said something about the power outages. In Dallas? Oh. Yeah. And I said. When it was so cold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she said, I think it was about two years ago. I think so. It seemed like yesterday. I know. Like literally, I remember wondering for you. Yeah. Uh, We didn't end up having any problems. No, you didn't. And she had on and off problems. Yeah. Yeah. She said she got her fireplace fixed so that. Um, there we go. That helps. <laughs> so that there would be logs or gas if the power goes out. They are freaking out right now, Dallas is. With the yeah, same. Yeah. Well, because you guys had some grid thing that was. Yeah. I don't know if it's been bad this time, but like our apartment sends us a couple me- emails every day about running your water so your pipes don't freeze. Yeah. I've yeah. never had to do that here. Yeah, well, and Becca did that at our little house. Oh, yeah. Which I was glad she thought of. Yeah. Are you not there every day? No, we're not there every day. No, and so, so freezing that yeah. that's another thing that happened this over this two-year period. We bought that house 19 months ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. And just now are able to open the door. And we're still on preliminary occupancy, but— it's been a process. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought it could be an organic conversation, maybe about any any episodes that stood out to you guys. And there's no prep on this. It's really just like if it, there's anything that, that comes out, it's just really a conversation about what it's been like. And, and you've changed career, you know, like so many of our guests will do. Mm-hmm. They start with something and then kind of shift into Change. something else. Yeah. and. Think that would be helpful for the listeners to know. Yeah, and I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then, I guess I should say I don't either. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I have no idea, but we'll figure it out. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm trying to think of. I want to make sure I have everybody's names right. So I mean, Molly Kellogg was like meeting my idol. I feel so that mm. one was good, and then. Carolyn Costin was really cool. She's yeah. just such a hippie. God. 
And and who was the one who lives in Wichita? Beth McGilley. Beth McGilley was really cool. She was very cool. Yeah. Like her, the title of that one was Sit Still With Me For A Very Long Time And Grieve. Mm -hmm. And the, the opening that, I don't know if you picked that out. Most of them you picked out. There was maybe one that I did, but it was if you had given me all the mm. tools when I was in recovery, I would have been a straight A student and I would not have recovered. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of our clients are like that. It's just like, let me follow the rules. Mm -hmm. And, but, she, but she just needed some, like, I have, that's who's coming to me lately. And I don't know if it's because of the podcast or, or I don't know, people who are very sick who've been to all these higher levels of care and can't go back. They're just like, Beth, will you still work with me? And I had a client this week who I said, I haven't asked you in a while if you're having any cramping in your arms or legs or your heart or, you know, palpitations or anything because we've, I feel like we're past the refeeding part. And, sh and she said, yeah, I still have some things. But I said, and she was a nursing student. And I said, if you have, she said, but they're not concerning to me. And I said, if you had something that was concerning to you, what would you do? And she just kind of went, I don't know. And she must have seen the look on my face. She said, I know that's not very comforting to you. And I'm like, it's just scary. I'm, I'm hearing Beth McGilley's voice of sit with me for a very long time. And Beth you know, has been through different levels of recovery. There's also, she's also big into like exercise and movement and mm -hmm. allowing that. Whereas back in the day, we wouldn't allow exercise mm -hmm. and movement. That's an important part. And almost all of my clients, they have to move. They have to move their body. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that in a safe way? So that's kind of what I wanted this to. So Molly Kellogg is one for you. Yeah, Carolyn Costin. That, like, little threesome of Carolyn, Beth, and... Sandra? Oh, gosh. Sandra was really cool. Crumberg? Yeah. yeah. But with the hair book. Oh, Margo Main. Margo Main. Dr. Main. That was a fun podcast. That was, I guess, like, one of our most recent ones. Mm. It was. Yeah. I need to really get that out more because every single person you talk to says, I have a hair story. For sure. Do you have any that stand out to you, Royce? I remember the soundbite. This is really hard work. And I think it was just talking about, like, therapists getting, like, having therapy. to Just like the stories you were just telling. Like, that's, mm -hmm. you know, you're really stressed about what's going on with this client. Yeah. It's really hard work. And so for dietitians, we're not taught the therapy part of it. We're not taught... That And sometimes with mental health, it's like, oh, it's a stigma. Don't do it. But almost every—okay, I'm going to go back to Michelle Michko, Dr. Michko, who was one of my mentors. And she had encouraged me to get into my own therapy when I was working with someone who had what's called borderline personality disorder. And we're not taught these things. Mm -hmm. And— I kept blaming myself for all the things that were happening. 
And I found out it's part of that personality is to kind of hook and bait and a different kind of reality, possibly, than than what we know the facts are. So, yeah, it is hard work. That was a big thing that happened for you, though, Mm -hmm. during our two years of podcasting. Yeah. First grandbaby. First grandbaby changed everything. Everything. Like, there was someone who said, pursue what brings you joy. And it was an intern. And she said, your face lights up when you talk about Knox. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't make a living. Loving on your grandchild, <laughs> yeah. But this, this, that's I've definitely carved out an entire day a week for to have him out of daycare, and just at our house. And it's just he's he's got two teeth that you can see, Aww. and another four coming in. And he's just starting to talk a lot. He's pulling up on everything. It won't be long before he's walking because he's walking behind one of those carts. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's so funny when mm-hmm. they start to get teeth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so different. Uh-huh. Yeah, they start, that's like when they're, they don't look like a baby anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little, little babies. Did you get that book, Goatee Locks? Yes, they love it. I love it. It's so cute. So I'll tell you, Royce, it is, and this is kind of my, I don't know if I said this on my other episode, just the short one with me, Goatee Locks and the Cherry Blossoms. So this is this is just my brain, the way it's working. But Goatee Locks is a book that is based on the story Goldilocks and the Three Bears. And my daughter, when, she, when Knox was just little, brand new baby, she was telling him the Goldilocks and the Three Bears story. She said, I don't remember what it is. I'm just making stuff up. And so it's like, that's fine. Like, that's, he just needs to hear you talk and tell him stories. And then I saw Goatee Locks, and your nephew had gone to farm school. Farm school, yeah. And loved the goats. Yes, their names are Stinky and Dinky. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll FaceTime after farm school, and he says, well, today I got to chase Stinky around the farm, and... And then there's goat yoga. Goat yoga. Which I was talking to Michelle, and she was talking about how they poop on you. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's not very relaxing. Have you heard of goat yoga? I've heard of it, but I never thought about the fact that you get pooped on. (laughs) Yeah. But when you said stinky and dinky, that's what made me think of it. So anyway, goatee locks is super cute. And I think now it's Knox's favorite. But the cherry blossoms was something that, as I was reading a book that another supervisee recommended to our group, shout out to Erica in Colorado, it was a research study that talked about epigenetics, really. And whenever they would spray the scent of cherry blossom into the cage, the rodents would, and then they would shock the rodents, which Mm. this is hard to explain to clients because sometimes (laughs) I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, uh, can we just figure this out another way? But like Pavlov's dog, you know, whenever he would, the dog would push, he or she, they would get a treat. 
And then they would stop sending treats, but the dog would still push. Anyway, this is totally different. Spray, shock, spray, shock, spray, no shock, but the rodents would be pretty running around the cage and and stimulated, overstimulated. When they had offspring, so survivors of the Holocaust, we know that epigenetics express themselves in future generations. These rodents, without being shocked, they would be erratic in the cage. Mm. So when I'm telling a client about fat, like I noticed that you didn't have any fat or very little fat in that meal. What do they hear? What does the word fat mean in their evolved brain over the generations? Mm -hmm. And I have to be aware of that because I can't just say, just eat fat. Mm -hmm. It's like 60% of your brain. It's every part of your myelin sheath, which is every nerve fiber. If you don't have enough, then your heart doesn't have a pad between that and your vessel, and you end up with a lot of stomach pain. Mm -hmm. So it's a nutrient. I always say it's a nutrient, not a body part. But for our clients, they can be really struggle with that, the ability to eat. I think something that's hard that I still find difficult is getting them to care about that, though. Yes, that's, and you worked a lot with teens. Mm-hmm. Think that that can be another part of it. Yeah. When you add the teens mm-hmm. and the parent, because who knows what the parent, and I wish you could have been on the one with Dr. LaFrance, but mm-hmm. it was, we had to schedule her whenever, whenever yeah, everything her. aligned yeah. and you weren't able to be there. So Sarah Borsky did that. Mm-hmm. But she talked about how she would, Look at these parents. This, she, I think her her opening soundbite, which in real time we recorded and it dropped today, was I was thinking that this mom, like, what is happening with this mom? Why? What's we we kind of get this helplessness mm-hmm. and and sometimes even question like, what is going on? Why is this happening this way? It was fear. Mm-hmm. And so when we are in the room with a teenager or a child, then their parent is also, even if they're not physically in that room, everything that's happening in the home is in that room. Mm -hmm. And so how do you get them to care? That is the hard thing. Mm -hmm. You can't. You, You just, it's, you have to have a therapist. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. Dietitians cannot do this work alone. Let's lean on each other and learn from each other so we can grow together as professionals in this field of eating disorders. If you want to connect with me for supervision or membership with monthly content, please find me at bethharrell.com slash professionals.